0: Get that out of here. Rock the Jaguar. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson
1: back to pass under pressure. They got
0: him! Danny Stutzman! It's
1: a sack! Crossover.
0: Cortez pivots in the paint he'll shoot from there and he got it he got it it's the John show with norman now live from the brown o'haver studios it's the t-row in the morning show with toby roland and tj perry
2: clown clown axe
0: hour two
1: t-row in the morning show on this thursday february 24 clown axe Toby and TJ back with you. Uh, coming up, today's Daily Top 5, TJ. In light of the news that Troy Aikman might be moving to Monday night football, might be becoming the highest paid color analyst in sports, surpassing Tony Romo 17.5 mil a year. Uh, the top five color analysts in sports today. Now, I'd be thinking about that, TJ, okay? I'm not talking OU. I'm talking national. So I'm taking our great color analysts out of this conversation. We're not, no Teddy Lehman, no Kevin Henry. We're talking, you know, national broadcast. Oh,
2: so you're talking all sports, not just football? Yes, all
1: sports. Top five color analysts today. No John Madden. uh, Nobody from the past. Top five color analysts working today in sports. That's the list. Also, Not studio host, TJ. Not Charles Barkley. We're talking guys that are working games. Guys, gals that are working games. Do you understand, TJ? I feel like you don't understand.
2: Now, you're talking color analysts in sports. All sports. Yes. Not counting Teddy Lehman or Kevin Henry.
1: Right. And not not, uh, guys in the studio. Okay. Barkley, obviously, is wildly entertaining. That's not what we're talking about here.
2: So not studio guys. I'm right. Color down analysts down. Huh. in Sports Today. I think I understand now. Okay.
1: That's good. Sooner women win last night, 92-57 over TCU, largest margin of victory in a Big 12 road, g- road game in program history. They are now 21 and six on the year, 10 and five in the Big 12. They hit 15 three pointers last night. Baseball moved to Arlington this weekend. They'll play at noon tomorrow against Northwestern State. All three games against Northwestern State down there this weekend. 6.30 Saturday night, 5.30 Sunday evening. You can hear all three games here on Sports Talk 1400 and streaming worldwide on the Sports Talk 1400 app. It is still wintry. We got another uh, system To move through, it sounds like, this morning, and then uh, we'll be done. But roads are still sketchy out there, depending on where you live in the state. So be careful. And Thunder and Suns tonight in OKC. SGA back tonight for Oklahoma City. TJ, how do you feel about Troy Aikman, by the way, going to ESPN?
2: I didn't like the news last night when I saw it. Why? For me... Monday Night Football is a dead product. And maybe that's because they've had such bad teams over the last, I don't know how many years, a long time now. But I don't know. It just seems like his role to me is more important with Fox and what he had and what they did with their Sunday afternoon or the Thursday evening games he was calling with Joe Buck. I i don't know. I just i don't find Monday Night Football – To be the draw that it used to be. I mean, it used to be must. Could he save it? That's what I don't know. That's all. That's why I'm, I'm saying I don't know if it's because of who they've had as broadcast teams over the last decade or more, and it's killed the product. I don't know if it's that. I I don't know. I used to crave Monday Night Football. You've got because a I bad
1: attitude it. toward Monday Night Football. Well, I do.
2: I do, and, and I think now I just have so much football at my disposal now. That it used to be, I craved that Monday night football. I needed that game. It was usually a big matchup. It was a big time, you know, with Cosell or whoever may be calling that game. And I would say that it's been probably more than a you decade. You don't
1: remember Howard
2: Cosell calling Monday? I do. Football I do. Games. I do remember that. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. I was a young child, uh, just mm-hmm. sitting on my okay. daddy's knee. Maybe so, you do yeah. a little bit. Um, I'm just saying it's not. It used to be an event, now I just see it as yeah. another game. And so I would just I don't know that I would watch him as much on Monday night football as I do on Sunday afternoon on Fox. Um But maybe he saves it. Maybe that's the answer. I don't know. If they got Al Michaels and Troy Aikman, that's intriguing to me. Which has been discussed. It's been discussed that Joe Buck gets gone. Come on, that doesn't get your blood pumping yeah. a little bit? Well, yes, when I was when I was 12. I'm 48 now. But it used to be because I needed that. I didn't get football the way I get it on television now. It's still a great theme song. It is a great theme song. Yeah, for me,
1: it all depends on his partner. It can't be Steve Levy. Uh, no,
2: it can't be Steve Levy. It cannot be. No offense to no, Steve no Levy. No offense, to Steve. If
1: he's listening this morning, but not a fan uh if they could get al michaels if they got al michaels and troy aikman monday night football is back baby
2: maybe so and maybe my answer and how my attitude is right now towards it would completely change
1: yeah because your attitude stinks, stinks quite frankly it
2: does stink quite frankly yes
1: i'll tell you who i'd rather they get and that al michaels is a legend i get it al michaels is a miracle on ice al michaels is uh, one of the all-time greats. Uh, so if you could get Al Michaels, that's fantastic. Al Michaels is getting up there in years. and uh, But whatever, if you could get Al Michaels and Troy Aikman, fantastic. I think the best guy calling NFL games is Kevin Harlan. And he does it on radio and TV. I think Kevin Harlan is exceptional. He's highly entertaining. Funny. I think a Kevin Harlan – funny – Kevin Harlan and Troy Aikman would be an incredible team, I think. This is where you chime in and tell me i Well,
2: right. no, I'm thinking about it in my head. I, I Maybe, maybe. I'm, I'm thinking their personalities don't mesh well, but maybe that's what would make it a brilliant move.
1: Mm-hmm. It is gonna be weird not seeing Buck and Aikman together.
2: Now it's about. who do you put about. with Buck now? Well there's been talk that ESPN's going in and trying to get Joe Buck too, so Oh no. They're trying Even
1: Monday night football's back, man. If they put him with the right guy, Michaels, Buck, Harlan, Monday night
2: football's back. That's the big daddy again if that happens. Right? If that happens, yes. And and the league would shift Games, Good games to make yeah. sure that Monday night was a spotlight again.
1: Um, Alright, well, we'll just keep our ear to the ground and see what happens. A lot of there.
2: money, though, man. Woo! Just short of $18 million a year to be the color analyst.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They pay a lot of money for that NFL, though. They need people to watch it. They need. Uh, they need to be able to charge advertisers a pretty penny, which means they need people to watch it which means they need somebody on there to give people a reason to watch it. They just kind of undermined themselves with this whole Manning cast this year, which was highly popular, but it gave people a whole bunch of reason not to watch Monday Night Football.
2: Uh, me being one of them, I watched more Manning yeah. cast than I did the regular game. So did I. Yeah.
1: I don't know what they're going to do with that going forward. you got to keep doing it, I guess. I don't know.
2: It's being expanded. But, uh, yeah. Oh, really? The, yeah. The, uh, Eli and Peyton signed a new contract a uh, week ago, week and a half ago, and they're going to do – still continue to do football, but they're going to do other events now too. They're going to do it for UFC. They're going to do it for baseball, uh, all sports that ESPN carries. You're going to see not every game or anything, but Manningcast will be do specials for like one UFC event here. and There will be an game.
1: optional Manningcast yes. broadcast.
2: Yeah, and they'll bring in like – I'll uh, watch it. Uh, people that surround that support or what that sport or however they want to structure it, but yeah, they've they've re-signed their deal and re-upped. So it's I'm that. a
1: sucker. You put Peyton Manning on TV in any any situation, a commercial, a show, on Saturday Night Live. I'm watching. I am a P1 consumer of Peyton Manning. Sorry, Trey Aikman. They're going to put Peyton Manning and a Manning cast across from you. I'm watching the Manning cast. <laughs> Unless the Colts are playing, then I want to concentrate on the game. I watch the broadcast but yeah uh, a little shakeup a little broadcasting shakeup potentially in the mix which has led to the daily top 5 today TJ next segment top 5 color analysts in sports today hmm this could be a little controversial do you have a clear cut number 1 don't
2: say it i don't know that i have a clear cut number 1 I do not either. So, no, I can't say that I do.
1: It's a close one for me. Uh, the, really, the question for me is, do I put Jay Billis at one or two? I'm trying <laughs> yeah, to decide.
2: Oh, yeah, there's no doubt you've got Jay Billis. Do I put Jay Billis
1: one or two? That's the only debate for me in my head is, where do I put Jay Billis? Uh, oh, man. Um, so, anyway, that's coming up next segment. I also want to talk some college football playoff with you. Uh, I got your opinion on it yesterday, and we kind of let the topic hang on the vine there a little bit, and I want to circle back to it. Um, Nick Kroll coming up in the third hour of the show today. We're going to talk some tennis, TJ. Feel free to jump in on that interview with me if you'd like, TJ. How do you, what is your uh, pessimism, optimism, whatever it may be, on major league baseball starting on time
2: i don't think it's going to and if the league is being serious in what they said then they've got till monday to get a deal done and if not they're just going to start chopping games and not have a full season and not pay guys a full season so i don't know if that's true if it was just trying to get something done so they're putting like this pressure on for the next four days to to get that done but they seem so far apart and it doesn't seem like they've made any progress whatsoever over the last month, month and a half, whatever it's been, that I don't feel real good about this thing starting anytime time before May or June.
1: There was a vigorous dialogue yesterday. That was the report. Report, a vigorous dialogue. Vigorous dialogue
2: that of, uh, that's stupid, no, we don't like that. Okay, well, how about this? No, that's stupid, we don't like that. I think that's what you got a lot of yesterday. They're way off on some of the money, I mean. Minimum
1: salary is yeah. one of the things they're arguing about. The players want 775 for a minimum salary. The league is offering 640 Uh, which, man, that sounds like a lot of money to me. $640,000 for the league minimum.
2: For the guy that's going to sit there and just watch the game.
1: Well, either that or the. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> the Not utility the guy, right? The, the utility guy most of the time, most or or a youngster that's getting a first shot, things like that. But I mean, that's I, I know that's a hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars difference, but that sounds like something we could figure out to me. We want seven seventy five. They're offering six forty. Okay, well, let how about seven hundred. I just feel like we've completely lost the ability to compromise in this country.
2: Oh, that, don't that's, get me started, TJ. It's without a doubt. I mean, the one thing they're off on, like the arbitration pool or whatever it is, too, like the league. Like, all right, we're giving you five million more, and I think that put them at twenty or twenty five million in that pool for. Pre arbitration and the players want like a hundred and something million, so they're like 80 million off on that category. They're like not even close.
1: Yeah, 20 million. The league added five to get it to 20. Okay, the added five is 20. Okay, bonus pool for pre arbitration players. I don't even know what that means. I don't know. Yeah, this is the, the union money we have wants available 115 paid. million in the pool, <laughs> and they've got 20 million now. Now, that's far
2: apart, right.
1: Uh, what 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 is the bonus pool for pre arbitration players
2: I'm assuming what they have the ability to play guys uh, pay guys that are coming up on an arbitration hearing um uh, if Drake's listening he would know
1: yeah he I mean, knows he could be commissioner
2: definitely. of baseball so he can tell us exact details on that but all I know is they're a hundred million dollars off
1: you know what I'd do if I was the owners this is what I would do I would buy every player in Major League Baseball one of those Norma Tech kits. They would instantaneously be tickled pink <laughs> and agree to anything. Did you see how excited the OU football
2: players I were did. about yeah, that? They were very excited, yeah.
1: That's what I'd do. I mean, that would, it's going to cost you a little bit. Those are like 1200 bucks a pop, I heard.
2: The problem is um, college athletes, that made them extremely happy. Uh, to these meetings, Max Scherzer pulled up in a brand-new Porsche with the paper tag still on it. So Yeah, that's yeah. uh that's
1: how you get a negotiation going right there. <laughs>
2: right.
1: I mean, I just get it, it just ticks me off with baseball. And they just cannot get out of their own way. Every feels like 5 to 7 years we do this crap. And and how do we get more fans? How do we get more fans? Well, what do we got to do? We got to speed up the games. We got to... Uh, we got to shorten the season. We've got to add more teams to the playoffs. What do we got to do to get more fans? How about stop having lockouts and strikes? Stop shortening the season every three or four years. <sighs> They're so terribly run. From the commissioner's office, mm-hmm. the marketing, to the clubs. They just can't get out of their
2: own way, TJ. It's horribly, horribly run. Just ineffective and just stumble all over themselves and, and could somebody
1: a, start something new forget all these new nfl leagues and stuff could somebody start something to to compete with major league baseball well, and push them out
2: what's uh lauren chamberlain she's the new commissioner of the new softball stuff so maybe that'll take it over i don't know um you're right well, that's though. a different
1: sport tj well, it, that's a softball huh? you, you get what We're i'm saying baseball
2: though. Though. i know i know what you're saying i'm just saying the softball well, may it, take it over. why would
1: anyone challenge the nfl The NFL is a monster. Mm -hmm. You're never going to overtake the NFL. Major League Baseball, hey, you got a shot because these clowns have no idea what they're doing. Right?
2: They have no idea what they're doing. That's correct.
1: Now you got me all worked up today.
2: Sorry. And I don't think you're your baseball on time because I don't think they've got a deal by Monday. Uh, uh, No. We might, no, there's not going to be any reason
1: for OU not to play games in Globe Live Field because the Rangers are not going to be a competition.
0: <sighs> now, now
2: you, you put me in done. a bad mood. Look what you've done now, TJ.
1: I will say this, though. The Cincinnati Reds gave away all of their good players. So if there is one year to skip, this is the year to skip. We're going to be so bad this year. I still would like to watch some baseball in the summer. All right, break. Uh, Today's Daily Top 5 next.
0: The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108.
2: Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour. Terry and Jackie Saxon, $8.99 listing fee. Give them a call. Find out more information on that. 405-361-3380 with Iron privates for the Cowboys. SaxonRealtyGroup.com. It's okay. It's okay, Katie. She's apologizing. (laughs) What? Sorry, I, I haven't I, hit some sounders in a that's while. i right, getting that's
1: caught
2: all right, up on some that's things. Away, hit it! She woke me twice what's wrong last with Katie? night. She woke me twice last night and scared me both times. So it was like this jerking shoot up in bed. One of them was a, <laughs> a sneeze that I don't know. I had seen that, uh, you know, the Russian news right before I went to bed. So I don't know if uh, I thought the Russians were attacking or what, but she sneezed and. I told her, I'm too old for that. I thought I I was dead. I shot up out of bed. Was it a
1: petite little sneeze? No, no, no. It
2: was a pretty violent one. And she said she tried holding it in and just couldn't. And I was already asleep. And she had dropped the remote accidentally once and woke me and scared me. And then the sneeze. And I said, my heart can't take that. So...
1: Good morning, my friend. How you feeling this morning after that incredible performance last night? Have
0: you had a chance to get any sleep? Uh, you know, a few hours. Not many. Uh, <laughs> I've been, been wondering about... Uh, yeah, no, not many.
1: <laughs> Live audio from TJ's bedroom
0: last
2: night. So, that's fine. Come on, Katie. I
1: performing for the state of Oklahoma this morning he's
2: got to get a good night's rest her job's much more important so if she gets home late and wakes me then much more important work she's doing out is there. it
1: time for you guys to consider separate bedrooms no, no, like you, Lucy keep asking, and Desi.
2: you keep asking this no <laughs> <laughs> so, right. and, anyway we ran over talking uh, getting angry about baseball so let's yeah. have your top five here we'll get to some I think this on. is
1: going to be controversial and I anticipate you'll disagree with some of these this is obviously very subjective tj Top five color analysts in sports today. In light of Troy Aikman's potential move to ESPN, just to explain again, I'm, we're, ta- we're not talking OU. Uh, obviously, my guys are the best, Teach. Teddy, Kevin Henry, George Frazier, Gabe iker they're the best. We're not talking OU. We're talking national color analysts, not talking studio hosts, okay? No Charles Barkley, no Peyton Manning. Game analysts. Here we go. You ready, TJ? Uh, one thing was easy. Dead last is Jay Billis. We don't normally uh, rank last, but I just wanted to get that out there. Jay Billis dead last in this category. Under consideration, but not making the top five. Uh, Aikman did not make my top five. TJ. Wow. Wow. Herb Street did not make my top five. I like him more than Teddy does. Not top five worthy. Mm. Big fan of Fran for Schiller. Uh, love he love Oklahoma. Did not make my top five. I think Chris Collinsworth is entertaining. Did not make my top five. Hubie Brown is still very entertaining, TJ. Oh.
2: Just outside the outside top five. Outside your top five? What's on your top just five outside. list? You don't have Herb Street or Herbie or Troy Aikman. You only hear Reggie
1: Miller like once a year during the NCAA tournament, but he's really good. Didn't make the top five just because he's not around enough taylor twelman on soccer fun listen but it's soccer he didn't make my top five here we go number five jeff van gundy jeff van gundy's funny Mm -hmm. he knows the sport i will stop and listen if jeff van gundy's calling an nba basketball.
2: agree he would be in my top five as well i think i might would have him higher than five but go ahead number four jessica mendoza Shut no i'm up. kidding no, I, I, i'm kidding i'm just i was about to walk you, off I, the show that was about to be it <laughs> you were gonna have to find someone else to do this for you in the morning i'm just kidding yeah number
1: uh number four john smoltz
2: i love john smoltz he's in my top five i think he does major a great league job.
1: baseball works with buck very good fun listen knows never thought the game. I would
2: like him when I heard he was gonna start calling games no. I said oh, he'll be terrible and he's uh number tremendous.
1: three still getting it done this guy is not only good knows what he's doing he still has the showmanship in him that an maybe an era past used to have more of Bill Raftery at number three TJ uh, saw raft last week uh, onions man to man love Bill Raftery. Send it in, Jerome.
2: I think I would be in agreement if this were 1993. Wow. I don't know anymore. I don't, not as I don't, high on Raft as I am. Not huh? as high. I, I like him, but it's I think it's worn on me over the years.
1: Number two, best color analyst in sports today. Number two, Anthony Romo. Tony Romo, in a very short amount of time, has elevated himself to the pinnacle of broadcasting. It's almost impossible not to listen to him call a game. He's he's childlike. He is anticipatory. He is funny. doesn't take himself too seriously. He's fantastic. Tony Romo.
2: Okay, so we've had this discussion, and I was shocked at how wrong I was in the beginning over him and I mentioned how good he was at calling games now I'm already to the point I can't stand him so I'm disappointed if like what if he's calling a Cowboys game I'm disappointed at him and not Aikman and Buck so like he's already worn on me to the point that I think he's terrible at it Did like, I Tony
1: just, Romo still your I girlfriend just want at some Tony Romo past, to what?
2: shut up when he's calling a game like he won't shut up and his Shtick has just worn on me already. So, not in agreement on Tony Romo. Number
1: one color analyst in sports today. In my opinion. I-M-O-T-J. I-M-H-O. The number one color analyst in sports today. Friend of the show. Joel Klatt.
2: Love Joel Klatt. He would be in my top five. Like I I I said, I don't have a clear number one.
1: I love his work with Gus he, I love the videos he puts out where he explains things, you know.
2: Uh, you should do that sometime. You should um, put out videos. I did, explain. and
1: Kevin Henry made me take what? it down. What? It's one of the most popular things I've ever put on the Internet. I was getting rave reviews out there, and Kevin Henry <laughs> demanded I take it down <laughs> because he thought I might hurt Ethan Shagwa's feelings. <laughs> By the way, this last road trip, I saw Shag. I was nervous a little bit. I was like, uh-oh. He said he passed me, he looked at me, he said, Hey dope what's up? I was like, Oh, whoo He didn't punch me. So uh
0: <laughs>
1: avoided that. But uh yeah. I I I think Joel Klatt is fantastic at his job.
2: No problem with your list at all. I like all those individuals. I would swap Aikman for Romo and that would probably be my list without any particular order really. I don't have a clear cut one through five. I just have the guys I kinda like and they're kinda of just all You could throw them up and land wherever, and I'd probably be okay with where you had them. Here's my question with Aikman.
1: When you have a play by play color team, usually to make it work, you need one guy with a big personality and the other guy with not a big personality. It's Mm -hmm. hard to have two big personality guys. That's why Summerall and Madden work so well, you know? Right. That's uh, That's why Buck and Aikman have worked so well. Buck's the personality in that group. Definitely, yes. He's funny, sarcastic, irreverent, sarcastic. Aikman is more straight-lined and tells you, like, he does a good job. You got to put him with the right guy to make him work, though. You can't ask Aikman to be the personality of a broadcast. So that's what I worry about with him. Well, that's he's why good, I worry about money on movie. his own. I don't find him like must-see TV. Buck and Aikman together? Okay. Aikman alone? Eh, I don't know. Hmm. But hey, I'm. You agree with more than I thought you'd agree with there. So I'll yeah, take
2: it. No, I didn't have uh, a huge Van problem. Gundy
1: five, Smoltz four, Raftery three, Romo two, clap one for me. We need a break. Your thoughts seven thirty four in the morning. You can text the show Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439 six five one three four three nine. We'll be back.
0: The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call
1: 405-735-5510. Toby and TJ back with you Wednesday. Nope, Thursday morning. Sorry. I'm having a hard time with that this week. They're all kind of running together. Thursday morning. Headed to Arlington later today. we got baseball for you all weekend from Globe Life Field. Starting at noon tomorrow. Sooner's back on the diamond. Good start to the season, TJ. Three and one. Northwestern State a little a little hard to figure out how good this team is. They're they're normally one of those pesky mid major teams um that once every three or four years can, can up and bite you. And they won two of three on their opening weekend. So not really sure what to expect this weekend. Um I know Oklahoma State got bit by Sam Houston. Yesterday, I saw Arizona got blasted by Grand Canyon. So uh, we've been saying all week these are the games that, even though they don't excite you on the schedule as much as, say, next weekend when they got LSU and UCLA and Tennessee, they are very important in that you got to take care of them. You know, you want to get to that magical 30 win mark. In college baseball, that almost always guarantees you a spot in the NCAA tournament. You want to get uh, a regional host potentially and get to 35 wins, 40 wins, you know, whatever. Uh, You're not going to beat everybody in the Big 12 all the time. You're not going to beat all the LSUs and Arkansas of the world all the time. But you got to take care of these games. And they got Wichita State Tuesday. Now we'll see if they can go get. Northwestern State this weekend. I assume we'll see Jake Bennett on the mound again tomorrow. Uh, You can hear it right here on The Ref, 11.30 pregame show from down at Globe Live Field. All right, um, let's talk college football playoff expansion. We dipped our toe in that water yesterday. You hear the promo running with uh, Teddy and Tyler talking about it. The powers that be have decided not to expand the playoff through the remainder of the contract, which means... Potentially, the first year it could expand would be 2026 season. Now, I mean, you could come back and read. It's not to say they couldn't have an emergency meeting and come back together today and change their mind. But that's what they've said anyway is um, we've decided we couldn't reach unanimity and we're going to keep the 14 playoff through the end of the 2025 season, which is something you're happy to hear. Yes. Uh, you have been against playoff expansion from the beginning. I'm sad to hear it. I think college football would be a better sport the more teams that could be included in its postseason. Uh, I do find this whole situation, whether you're for it or against it, interesting. In in the way it's kind of blown up in the last few months, this was a um, seeming no-brainer not long ago. And it was just a matter of when and what the format would be. What what's the year going to be that we start? And are we going to have the first round be at home or in bowl games? You know that was really all that was up for debate. And then the OU Texas thing happened and ticked a bunch of people off. We also had some new commissioners come in. Pac twelve's got a new commissioner. Big Ten's got a new commissioner. And the solidarity has eroded quickly among the conferences. The Power Five has gone from being a unified bully block to a not very much non-unified group of conferences now. Uh, nobody's real happy with the SEC, nobody's real happy with Oklahoma and Texas. Um, You know, there are rumblings out there that the SEC wants to try to get Clemson and Florida State and just break off and become their own country. And uh, it's fraction, It's fractured. And so more than I think there being an agreement that, yeah, now's not the right time to expand the playoff, this is more of a, you know what, we don't want to play ball with you right now, kind of a situation. That's what it feels like to me. Now, I have talked to some people who would be in the know here about what the problem is. It's the ACC, the Big Ten, and the Pac-12 are the three conferences that are kind of holding this up. And each of them has a little different reason, Teach. One of them, somewhat reasonable. One of them irritating and one of them stupid i'll start with the most reasonable (laughs) the acc uh, according to people i've talked to the reason the acc has voted against it and has reservations now is because the landscape of college football is quickly changing you've got the nil you've got all this stuff going on right now the conference is shifting around and they want to just kind of let things settle down before they make such a drastic move. And they are concerned about adding that many more games to a college athlete's schedule. Uh, you could potentially play a couple of more games than you do now. If you were one of the teams that had to play right away and you ran all the way to the championship game, you know, you'd be adding a couple of games to an already... Uh, hefty schedule, and they're concerned about that from a health and wellness standpoint for the athletes. In my opinion, that's a reasonable objection. The reality of the situation is it's only going to happen for a couple of teams every year. It's not like every team is going to be asked to play this many games. Correct. It's probably going to be the same two, two to four teams every year. It's going to be Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Oklahoma. You know the crew. But it's a reasonable objection, in my opinion. Agree? Disagree?
2: That's a reasonable one. The the added games, health concerns, uh, student-athlete concerns with education and timing of everything, uh, I think that's reasonable, yes.
1: That's the ACC. The irritating one is the Pac-12. The Pac-12's got a new commissioner, and the Pac-12 is in bed with the Rose Bowl. Oh, Sorry, gosh. kids. If here you're going we go. To work, I didn't, I here didn't we go. To, I didn't need to be that uh, salacious this morning. I don't mean Roll to work blue, ball. TJ. But the Rose Bowl is the hangup here. Uh, the Pac-12. The Pac-12 does whatever the Rose Bowl tells them to do. The if the if the Rose Bowl says jump, the Pac-12 jumps. How high? Exactly. And the Rose Bowl wants to play its game on New Year's Day at four o'clock, Eastern Time, every year whether they are the championship game, whether they are a semifinal game, whether they are one of the first games, whether they're not a part of this at all. They're like, you guys do whatever you want, but we're playing the Rose Bowl at 4 o'clock on New Year's Day. Well, uh, we can't promise you that's going to be the case because we're going to rotate this game around. Uh, it's not always going to be, you know, one year you might be a quarterfinal game, one year you might be the championship game, and if you're the championship game, we're going to need you to play on January 10th. Uh, Sorry, non-negotiable. We are the Rose Bowl, and we're going to play at 4 o'clock on New Year's Day every year. That's the biggest issue, I'm told, with the Pac-12, is the Rose Bowl is uh, non-negotiable.
2: Well, at some and point, so the
1: playoffs going to have to work around them.
2: No, it's not. At some point, everyone in college football has got to say, you know what, then we're not playing in your bowl game, and it will go away.
1: Well, everybody else would say that right now, but the Pac-12 won't.
2: Jeez. It's just and ridiculous so Pac- how much the not The Pac-12 ag- is
1: not agreeing to this until the Rose Bowl gets their way. That's irritating. The stupid one is the Big Ten. The Big Ten, the home of, mind you, Ohio State and Michigan, is, according to the people I talk to, demanding that the Power Five teams all have a guaranteed spot for their champion. To which you say, what's the big deal there? Well, there was a year a few years back where Oregon, I believe it was, was the Pac-12 champion and there were a couple of other like Coastal Carolina finished ahead of them in the rankings and mm-hmm. somebody else and they wouldn't have gotten into this you know uh if they didn't have guaranteed spots for all of the Power 5 champs. They weren't in the top Twelve of the RPI and or the uh, whatever we have the rankings, the bowl committee rankings. So the Big Ten wants a guaranteed spot for its conference champion, which is how many years is the Big Ten champion not going to get in this thing? You know?
2: Well, depending on how far they expanded out, every Power Five champion would make it into this playoff, I think.
1: Almost every Almost year. Almost every
2: year. Virtually every year, yes.
1: Maybe there's an outlier somewhere. And, and it's not going to be the Big Ten and most it's, of the time. And if it's a year it where might you be the a, Pac-12 or the Big 12 now.
2: Right. If it's some year you have a ridiculous champion, like you're saying, with three or four losses, and you don't get in, then that's just logic. I mean, that's just yeah. you've got to recognize your conference was horrible that season.
1: You're the amount of money – that they are forfeiting for that reasoning is just plain stupid. Because it'll probably never be a factor for them. The Big Ten. Like if Bowlesby was arguing that, I'd be angry about <laughs> it, but I'd say understandable. Maybe the new look Big 12 won't get a team in. Yeah, or if the Pac 12's right. arguing, it's the Big Ten like if Ohio State can't get in on their own accord or, or Penn State or Michigan or Michigan State whatever they, Wisconsin get out of here with that that's just stupid reportedly that's why they voted against it so anyway it's going to happen it's just you got grown men that are acting like babies I think in a room and they're 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 still been out of shape of the, the Oklahoma and Texas thing caught them by surprise and they're just uh, they're being uh, what's the word, uh, crotchety with Can't each tankerous. other. Yes, the, it's the guys in the balcony on the Muppets that we talk about all the time. Multiply that times five, and I don't know. It's amazing in this day and age that they're just punting a reported four hundred fifty million dollars a year because of these reasons. One is you know, one
0: is understandable. The other two are just, come on, we'll be back. Wake up with Toby Rowland, the T-Row in the morning show, weekdays from 6 to 8 a.m. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Oh, my God,
1: Toby, Toby's getting held back by security.
0: T-Row and TJ
2: on the home of Sooner fans. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Ask Terry about his eight ninety nine listing fee, 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Oh, you have angered me so much. Dad gum have- expansion talk. Dad gum college football trying to expand the playoff talk. <sighs> Go ahead. My argument out. would be: Is the sport better now that we have four than it was with what we had before? And I'd argue no. Those four uh, the the playoff games have not given us more excitement. More does not always mean better. I've, I agree with I've that. argued that for years, and I'll argue it till I'm dead with college football. You are going to kill the sport.
1: Oh, I'm so mad over all this. Junk. I don't understand that leap in logic, though. Like I don't understand. So is is it better now than it was before? No, I don't think so, but like what do you want it to be? You, I think you're in favor of going back to the computer model where yes. the computer just picks the top two teams. I'll take a mixture that's of computer what's best and for sports?
2: You think that would be good for I for absolutely one hundred percent do. And believe and that and with would all have my Alabama
1: heart. and Georgia every year the, for the national the, the, championship. Same as you or, got
2: now, no matter how many teams you add to this
1: thing. But see, I don't get that connection in logic. Like, that was a broken model. We tried to improve it. I'm not sure we did. I mean, we could argue this a little bit. I'm never going to convince you, and you're never going to convince gonna die me. The, so we I'm can dial each this other. You, TJ is a minimalist in sports. He I always likes, he doesn't like things to change. You like things to stay the same as they were when you were a child. So I'm never going to convince you otherwise. We'll be back.